Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Walk With Me podcast. Um, The podcast that you might not be able to stand in my shoes, but I welcome you to come walk with me. Um, Today, I am so excited. If you guys did tune in to episode one, um, first of all, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm overwhelmed by the love and support that everyone has been showing me. And uh, I just thank you for that. I'm very humble and I'm grateful um, for the love and support that you guys have shown me. I am truly, truly, truly grateful. Uh, And thank you. Today, I have, I told you guys a little bit about her specifically on my on my last podcast, Miss Pat. How you doing, Miss Pat? Hi, I'm great. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Glad to have you here finally. Well, it's wonderful well, to be here. You and I, I met, we met, what, about a oh year, gosh. over a year ago? Oh, no, longer than longer that. Longer than that? Yeah. Needless to say, you made an impression on me, and God put us to, where we crossed paths Again, exactly. Um, and you told me a little bit about your story the first time we met. Mm-hmm. Then you talked about celebrate recovery the last time you and I talked. Right. And I was like, "Hey, I'm starting this podcast. I gotta have you on." And you showed up today, and you showed up with some friends. I did from Celebrate Recovery. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves if you if you don't mind. All right. Well, the way that we celebrate recovery is my name is Pat and I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. Drugs and alcohol is what got me in the program but I am struggling with a whole lot more things that I just keep working on. Uh, Thanks to the good Lord I've been in this program for nine and a half years. Been sober that long. Awesome. And let me tell you though there's a whole lot more that goes along with it and we are there to help anyone. Man, that's amazing. That is amazing. All right. That is great. Go on, take it, brother. I'm Jim, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with a sex addiction, codependency, and a low self-esteem. Uh, my family almost fell apart because of my sexual addiction. And uh, that's what kind of brought me into the door the first time, but I walked right back out. And then the ministry leader for the program stood out in the parking lot and talked to me for a good probably 30, 40 minutes while the program was going on. And that's what brought me back to the program. Awesome. Awesome. And I didn't even know he was a ministry leader. He was just somebody that God put there. Put in your path. was getting ready to leave. Man. Man, God, man, he works in mysterious ways, man. And and the crazy part about it is that um, one thing I know about the God that we serve. he takes bad situations and then uses them for a purpose. And that's what kind of what it sounds like in you guys' group. Mm-hmm. That That's what happens. You know, you guys help help and uh, support each other on this, this journey we call life. Um, but, but yeah, we got some more folks in the room. I'm going to have y'all just, just jump up, hop on the mic, and just say a little bit, of, little bit about yourself. Introduce. Hi, my name is Kimberly. I'm a grateful believer. First, I came to celebrate recovery to support my husband. That's how I got in the doors. Um, Wanted to save our marriage. Knew we needed God in it if we were going to keep um, to restore our marriage. Awesome. And was able to realize I had a whole lot of different issues. Codependency, shame, um, childhood abuse, 
and things that go on today. Gotcha. Yeah. Today. Life. Life. Yeah. Life. So it's a great program. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Who's up? Hi, my name is Vare, and I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I struggle with chemical dependency, though I have found sobriety now for a little over a year through Celebrate Recovery, and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and I, too, came into Celebrate Recovery searching for something, you know, I thought it was just freedom from drugs and alcohol, and I found a family. I found people that accept me no matter what. I found people that are doing their best to walk with the Lord and um, people that just want to be better people. Different things bring us all in here, uh-huh. but I think we all stay to pass on what we've learned and to continue to learn. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. I think we got one more. Hey there. My name is Brad. Um, I am a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with a sex addiction, codependency, and... Uh, currently struggling with my my identity and in the Lord. Um, I've been in the program for for quite some time, um, and I'm just kind of here as a as an example of of what the community can do for a person. I still struggle. I struggle hard. Uh, for me, my 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 journey has been a series of taking three steps forward and two steps back. Uh, repeatedly and six years later you know when right now I'm currently in the middle of a of a pretty bad situation and the one thing that that is keeping me sane and uh, keeping me moving forward is uh, is the community I mean you know I showed up here tonight and just started beaming I mean I'm surrounded by people that love me and care about me and they know the deep down, dark and dirty about me, and uh, you know they still ask me to show up. You know when all I want to do is crawl under a rock and hide from the world and hide from God. Uh, my my brother Jim over there, I mean he's not afraid to give me the hard truth, uh, even if I don't want to hear it. And uh, you that's know, awesome. And yeah. uh, that's what it's all about. It's about the love of these people, and they're looking at me right now, and my my heart's just melting. Because I know the pain that I'm in, and they're here for me. Awesome, awesome, um, and, and that just kind of that brings me like just to think about, um, man, growth. Period is uncomfortable, um, and one thing that I, I noticed that each of you guys, as you introduced yourselves, and you told what brought you to the group, um, and what. The, the common denominators that I seen I see that you guys were at one point and then years or a year or what have you, you're not where you were. You know, you, you went through the storm and now the only time you're looking back is to see how far you came. You know, that that's awesome. Um and, and to see how see how far you've grown. And that's the thing. I mean that's that's the thing about life is allowing yourself to be able to evolve and grow. No matter how gro- how uncomfortable growth may be, um, I know that there are things. That, I'm definitely going to be a part of uh, you know uh, celebrate recovery for the simple fact that you guys have dealt with or, or, or have dealt with 
um, and and some are still dealing with a lot of things that I deal with on a personal level, you know. Um, and but one thing I, I had you guys is a brochure in front of me, and um, last uh, we last week on the episode, um, I was kind of just reading over. All of the things I, I was reading, ask yourself, am I struggling with hurts, habits, or hangups such as fear, insecurity, anxiety, depression, drugs, alcohol, divorce, anger, procrastination, grief, overspending, uh, overeating? I made a little joke about that, and I'm not going to claim that one, but <laughs> I get it. Uh, overworking, lying perfectionism, low self-esteem. And I was thinking like, man, celebrate recovery is really for everybody. I don't, if you're a human being and one of these things hadn't hit, has not touched you or you don't struggle with in some way, you are the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that has come back down here on earth. It's that's kind of what I gather from it. Well, see, uh, that's the problem. A lot of people, when they hear celebrate recovery, mm-hmm. they just think drugs and alcohol. And that, honestly, it, it has worked so well for so many marriages. Uh-huh. Now, we can't save every marriage, and I'm not right. going to say we're going to save every Right. But it's helped a lot of marriages. Awesome. And it's also helped people realize that maybe their marriage, maybe they made a mistake in their marriage. Right. But, right. You know, God is showing them different ways through that. Exactly. I mean, when I first started, I called around to ask for different counselors, uh-huh. a couple counselors. There's no place that deals with sex addiction. Right. Now we have one counselor in Paducah that's actually specializing gotcha. in sex addiction. There are a few Christian-based counselors that will talk about it. Right. But you don't really get to come to a place to find out, you know, Right. hey, it's a real thing. It's not right. just an excuse because I cheated on my wife. Exactly. Which a lot of people think. I call right. it the Tiger Woods syndrome. Right, right, right. Tiger, you know, <laughs> right, Tiger right. kind of cheated on right. my wife. And, well, I'm a dad. Exactly, and exactly. I mean, all celebrities have used it, I right. think. Right, exactly. But it is a true addiction because uh-huh. in my case, rather than go to lunch with my six, my son that was in fifth and sixth grade, uh-huh. I'd skip lunch and say I was busy doing something so I could be on the computer doing right. what I wanted to do. Exactly. You know, right. those are things that people don't realize actually go on. Right, right. So, I mean, there, there is a place where you can come to celebrate recovery. And right. I guarantee you any of those hurts, habits, or hang-ups that are on there, uh-huh. you'll find somebody in our program that will say, me too. Right, so. right. That's awesome. Uh, and that's the thing about this. Uh, the reason, One of the reasons I started this podcast um, is to show that we're more alike than different. There's something... Uh, even you that are out here listening, there's something that you're dealing with that you feel like you're the only one. You don't want to tell anybody about it. Um, sometimes we call them secret sins. Uh, it's, it's where on the outside, you know, and, and the people you come in contact with, they feel like you have it all put together. Uh, but you know, man, there's I'm dealing with this. Um, but I can't share it with anybody because people will think something's wrong with me or, or people think that I'm crazy or really... You, you're that's your addiction. You, that's a that's a problem. I mean, just stop. Right. Well, just stop. Many, you know how many guys say when you tell them you got a sex addiction? Oh, there's right. no problem with that. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly. No, right. When you put something in front of God, mm-hmm. it's a different idol. Exactly. You're worshiping a different idol now. Exactly. I mean, it goes with drugs. It goes with alcohol. It goes with sex. It goes with anything. Right. Anything and everything. Food. I mean, uh-huh. how many people put food in front of their prayer time? 
for exactly. Or, you know, right. I want to watch that rated R movie on a chance that I might get a flash of something. Exactly. Rather than read my Bible. Then read the Bible. Which is one of my big things right now. I'm right. Lacking on my Bible reading, which I right be getting up yeah, hey same same here and and the thing is you you know um even in my prayer in my prayer time um I, i'll be sitting there praying and you know i know the devil's at work because another thought will pop in my head and or or or, or something will pop in my head and i'm like hold up god i need you because the devil's devil's on one as for i just woke up mm-hmm. i'm just saying my morning prayers and he's already started, um, but but yeah, it's it's awesome um, that you that that this is available to folks. And uh, it's, it's free every Friday night. Okay. There is no charge. That we do charge for dinner if you decide to do dinner. I think it's three bucks, isn't it? Three bucks for dinner. And that's just to pay for the food costs. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm about to say I I don't we give believe... away free coffee and lemonade and water. Right. I, I don't know anywhere that I can go and get a meal. Uh, I don't know anywhere I can go and get a meal for, you know, three bucks. You know. And <laughs> even if you don't add the three bucks, somebody yeah, will feed yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, you'll get fed. You won't go home hungry. Awesome, awesome. So it, it so uh, elaborate a little bit about celebrate recovery. Is it just um, is it basically a support group? Because I know specifically. I heard one thing is that you are not, it, it is not a place for therapy. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, okay. What, what, what's that? I mean, it, it, Well, I think that more than anything, and something I would like to actually touch on before we get into that, okay. if you don't mind, yeah. is it is a Christ-based program. Amen. Okay? I'm a Christ follower. But just because you may yeah. not follow Christ uh-huh. does not mean you're not welcome. Awesome. Because the first time that my son drug me through the doors uh-huh. to celebrate recovery, uh-huh. I was not a believer. Right. I said, what am I doing here? This is not the place for me. Right. I was just looking for a place to keep me sober. Right, right. And so when that it came time for, you saw how that we introduced ourselves. Uh-huh. It was my turn, and I would say, my name is Pat. Mm. Period. I couldn't say that I was right. a grateful believer in Jesus Christ because I wasn't, and I was not going to just say the words. Well, a few months in, mm-hmm. one Friday night, I was the first one with my hand up. Pick me, pick me. Awesome. I am a grateful believer in Jesus Christ was what I was proud to announce. Amen. Amen. So it is. It is not a requirement, uh-huh. but most most people, once they've been around it mm-hmm. and they they start hearing the word, they they realize. Well, it's it, it's kind of like the old saying: "Show me the company you keep, and I'll show you your future." You are around people that are believers. You right. are around. You're just around good people. Right. Right. And it kind of rubs off on you. It does. It becomes infectious. And you're sitting there going, well, you know, these people are pretty happy. Uh-huh. Something, they've got something I don't have, and I think I want some of that. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the, cool, so. the cool thing about it, the one thing that, that you said that kind of struck me was that you said that it is a Christ-based 
program. Yes. But you don't have to necessarily be a Christ believer or follower um, to, to come. Right. That's kind of like how Christ was a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. he, he went out and served the people. Right. And took care of the needs first. Right. And then after he served them, they, they became, their hearts became a little more uh, ex- accepting of Christ. They knew he was, knew, he knew he was Christ. So right. the cool thing about being a Christ follower is, it, you know, if we want to model, model our lives after him, first thing we got to do is serve. Serve in love. Though, exactly. You know, and when, 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 they, when the scholars um, that, that, were, that were scholars over the old law, the, the law of Moses, they, they try to hang, you know, get Jesus caught up. And they said, you know, which, which one of these laws of Moses was the greatest? And, and and he said, love the you know, love God, love God the Father with all the heart, all the soul, and all the mind, um, and, and love thy neighbors is uh, no, I'm misquoting that. But the bottom line, he, he was saying that the greatest of these is love. So one thing I see with this group that you have, there's a lot of love, and there's a lot there's of serving. There's a whole lot of love. There's a lot of serving going on, serving people's needs who are battling with this. Exactly. Um, so I can definitely tell that, that the, that God's spirit is in this place right now. And this exactly. little, it, it, ironically, um, there's a lot of us that are in here right now that have suffered from some, uh, some addiction or some afflictions in, in some way. And we're in a house that was a former trap house, a former drug house. And God has these group of Christ followers sitting in here right now. Um, and, and he's taking God takes these bad situations and, and bad things that we get ourselves into. Nobody gets us into these but ourselves. That's right. And he still shows us enough grace and mercy um, to and turns this bad situation and uses it for good. This is well, this is beautiful. And you've got to admit, my phone went out just so I could talk to you again. It had to be. <laughs> God, we, we hear you. We know it was you, Lord. We know it was you. I, I, know, <laughs> I know it was God that put that iPhone phone out of commission, so right. I'd have to go see Josh. Exactly. And I wanted him specifically. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, it, it, it is, that is awesome. Um, so tell them how the program was set up off the Beatitudes. Oh, well, go ahead. No, that's go right. ahead. Uh, hey, you know that... That I don't I, know them all. Somebody, 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 tell them about the Beatitudes. Come on. I don't have that all down. Our whole program. Like was, I should. Oh, go ahead. Do you want, no. Alright. Our whole program was set up by Rick Warren. Uh-huh. And it was set up based off the Beatitudes, the uh-huh. service on the mount. So yeah. our eight steps are all based off of the service in the mount. Awesome. So awesome. That's what puts the main Christ center. I mean, AA is a great program. NA is a great program. Uh-huh. SA, they're all great programs. But our program only has one higher power. The rest yeah. of them, I, from what I hear, I've never mm-hmm. been to any other program right. but Celebrate Recovery. Right. But from what I hear, NA and SA and all them, you can have any higher power. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's 100% accurate. I, I've, I've had my time in AA. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, we right. strictly say Jesus Christ is our higher power. Amen. Everything's got to go through. Amen. So, I mean, awesome. Everything in our program is based off those beatitudes, the eight, you know, the eight beatitudes or the steps of the beatitudes. Right. And then the twelve steps we correlate with them. Twelve steps are pretty close to AA, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they're any different. And we are not in any way knocking any of the other programs, right? Because AA got me sober. Gotcha. It, it got me sober. Gotcha. But celebrate recovery 
has taught me how to live. Gotcha. Amen. Um, now, now, I don't know if you think you guys want to share, uh, but for for me, the the thing that brought me out of uh, alcoholism or made I wanted or made me want to turn away from it was my rock bottom. All right, it, it was at one turning point in my life that said, "Hey, man, you need to get your stuff together because either one, you're not going to be here." Or you about to take this this bad situation, and you got to make it really bad. Um, for me, I was working in a place at one time, um, and the thing is, I was a functioning alcoholic. Um, I would get up and go to work every morning. No one knew I drank, but as soon as I got off, my my routine was to stop by that liquor store, buy two fifths, and I went down a a fifth and a half a night, and then I would wake up in the morning, rinse, wash, repeat. Every day, um, the 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 thing that made me spiral, um, uh, I had lost a child, so I lost I lost my baby girl, and I used alcohol um, to try to fix um, or, or try to take my mind off of that problem. Um, but what what no, what someone failed to tell me was that alcohol is a depressant. So it never really made the situation better. It made it very bad. So I hit a whole bunch of lows. Um, so when I hit when I hit my low, um, and the crazy part about it, I would be good at night uh, when I was around people, and I'd be the life of the party. But it's when I woke up that next morning. I'm like, man, that, that's that's when the suicidal thoughts set in, and that's when. Uh, but I woke up one morning. I was supposed to open up the store. And I overslept. And uh, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. I was just drunk. I was drunk as a skunk. And I had a co-worker um, that, that came and basically lied for me um, to, to keep me so I could keep my job. Um, for me, that was my rock bottom. I was like, dude, I, I got a problem. People would, you know, my parents and, and things like that was, Josh, you, you know, you got to, nah, I can stop when I want to. I just feel like drinking. Um, do any of you guys have any any experiences that you don't mind sharing about just your rock bottom point? Well, I was a bartender for 37 years. So, I, and it, everything went well for mm -hmm. probably the first 30 years. Gotcha. And um, then I started drinking on the job. <laughs> I lost my best friend who was... It was complications from addiction. Mm. And that just took me down a path that where the, where the, everything I was doing had been fun. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, probably about two years from when that I finally hit my rock bottom, I... Uh, I, I mean, I started spiraling down, and then it was just awful. And, of course, people now, I had a lot of people that were were feeding my addiction. Gotcha. Because I was in a place, I had even gone into a point where I owned my own business, which mm -hmm. I subsequently lost mm -hmm. because what I didn't drink up got mismanaged and stolen and Gotcha. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind, of, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to manage and 
a business when when you you know when you're in the middle of a, an addiction because even though you had your business, there was yeah. something at that point that was way more important to you. Oh, yeah, it was way more important than anything in my life. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, so just just to kind of a. I uh, hit on the high spots. I mean, my story is way longer than what we've got time. But <laughs> uh, one morning I woke up, I was on my couch, and I always kept a bottle in mm-hmm. my freezer, and I could just barely make it to that bottle, but I had to have it. Mm-hmm. I was so far into my addiction that I knew I was going to die if I didn't have it. Gosh. And it was... I mean, physically, I was having trouble mm-hmm. even feeding that addiction. Right, right. So I made it back to my sofa, and I, I just laid there. I was afraid to close my eyes. I was afraid I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I was afraid that if I went to sleep, I wouldn't wake up. And for the first time in my entire life, I earnestly prayed to God. And as I'm sitting here looking at you, I felt him. Amen. I felt the hand of God reach down and touch me. And it was as if he was saying, you've had enough. Mm. Let's let's take care of this. You've had enough. My phone rang, and it was my doctor telling me that I had a doctor's appointment the next morning, that I had no idea. And I told my husband at the Mm. time, he... I said, I'm, I'm done. That's good. I said, you have to take me to the doctor in the morning because I knew I couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. And I had to have, have a few little cocktails to get me there. Right, right. But when I walked in, I told my doctor what was going on. Mm-hmm. And he said, I've known. I've known for years. Gotcha. And... Within three hours, he had me in the hospital on a three, on, on a week-long detox. Then yep. I went from there to rehab, and it was the beginning of a new life for me. Awesome, yeah. A new life, but like I said, it took a while. Right. Even though I knew God had done this, uh-huh. still took a while for me to... Right. But 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 God but God said yeah I, I gotta you know I I, I need her to get well because I gotta use her she has exactly a all those years and mm-hmm. I can remember saying oh if there's a God why is He letting me go through this miserable life I've had right if right. there is a God why this why that right. I know why mm-hmm. He was grooming me for what I'm doing now exactly it and, was just like I was going to school right. Right. Every Let, day was a classroom. Right. Lessons, lessons that you wouldn't have gotten unless you went through them. Exactly. Right. Because now, as Jim said, what that we like to hear is when somebody says "Me too," mm-hmm. I can listen to somebody's story and they think they're going to shock me. Right. And I look at them and I say, "Me too." Right. I right. understand. That's it. That is it. This is beautiful. Um, this is this is beautiful. I mean, this is. This is great that um, that like I said, God God just takes bad situations that we get ourselves into uh, and, and uses it for His purpose. Um, and that's the that's one thing that um, 
you know, when I start getting into ministry, um, I, I just felt like I, I wasn't adequate. I'm not adequate. I'm not equipped. I'm not. I'm not the best Christian. You know, I, you know, I, I try. I really, I really try. I, I think I have the heart, but I mess up. I fall, and then I learned about God's grace, and I said, "Well, man, that's undeserving favor." So He keeps waking me up. He brings me out of these situations I get myself into, and there's the, no matter how good of a Christian I, I I think I am, or I'm doing, or I might have a good day, or a good week. There's nothing I can do to earn His grace. There's nothing I can do to earn his mercy. Um, but the, the thing, the cool thing about, uh, about Christ and, and, and the God we serve is that he, he already knows. He already knows we're going to mess up. He knows we're going to fall. Uh, I know Brad was saying, you know, he was talking earlier. He said, man, I, I, I was up and down and I fall and, uh, you know, but God is allowing him to get back up. He's like, okay, Brad, I got you. I got you. you. You fail, but it's cool. You know, dust yourself off. You know, don't don't dwell in this low place too long because I got a purpose for you. I got a purpose. I got I got something that that, that you gonna you gonna do great work for me. Just if we look at the story of Moses, um, when Moses Moses had a speech impediment and he's supposed to go and deliver God's people out of bondage in in, in Egypt, and, and sometimes. Sometimes God will send an Aaron. He said, "He said, don't worry, Aaron is gonna, gonna, gonna. I'm gonna send Aaron with you, and Aaron's gonna, gonna help you. You know, Aaron's gonna help you. You know, get everything across. And so, I, I look at celebrate recovery as, as the Aaron in, in this situation. Sometimes we might fall, we might get up, we might feel inadequate, but, but God says, okay, I, I got, I got a safe place for you to go. You know, and I." I this is this is amazing. I I, I can see that 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 God is uh, when you guys are together. That, that God is in the room. Um, and what more does this world need right now um, than God and God's that's love? Right. And, that's right. and that's that's one thing. I I really thank you guys for 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 coming by. Um, Going back and, to your saying, love uh, thy neighbor like you love thyself. Hey, that's it. I mean, that's it. If we all loved our neighbor like we loved ourselves. This world would be a nice place to live. It would be. It really would be. Uh, and the thing is that we're 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 way more alike than we than we are different. I mean, we all have our ups and downs, highs and lows. Um, the only difference is we might have difference of perspectives. You know, like like I said before, you you might not can you might can might not can walk in my specific shoes, but we can walk together. Um, and exactly. that's and that's what it's about. If we as long as we can walk together and stand together. Um, and as long as we follow in the same, going the same direction, and and That's following right. that same direction is is following Christ. Right. You know, for, I've always said that yeah. I'm willing to get down in the hole with somebody, uh-huh. but I'm not gonna stay there with them. Exactly. I might exactly. get underneath them and shove them Push up them out up. that hole. Right. Right. Exactly. And you know, and uh, we we can't. We, I can't stay down there with you. But guess yeah. what? I, but guess what? God shows me undeserving favor. So guess what? I'm gonna show you undeserving favor. You might, I, I, I might try to help you, and I, and I see you, you're not ready. It's okay. I'm not gonna hate you. I, you know what I mean? I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna show exactly. you grace. But but I'm sorry. I I can't go. 
I can't go down there with you now. Right. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll, I'll be here when you're ready. <laughs> but I'm but not going to give up on you. I'm not going to give up on you. And but, I'd like for Bear, if she's willing to tell a little bit of her story. Come on. Her. Um, again, I'm Bear. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. And I have struggled with chemical dependency. I'm happy, grateful to say that I have a little over a year clean and sober now. Awesome. Um, by the grace of God in this program. Um, a little bit about my story. You know, I believe that a bottom is where you choose to stop digging. Mm. You know, I unfortunately didn't have one bottom. If I had, mm -hmm. I'd have been sober for 20 years now. Gotcha. Um, I've battled addiction for over 20 years. Gotcha. And, you know, they always said the ends are always the same. Jails, institutions, and death. Mm -hmm. And... I've ended up in all of those, obviously not dead, gotcha. but very, very close in the hospital and even called dead once. Gotcha. Um, God showed mercy on me all the way throughout my journey. Mm. My life has been like a country song. I lost mm. my dog. I lost my truck. I lost my husband, lost my kids. Gotcha. Um, and not just once. Mm. You know, it happened over and over. And I tried other 12-step programs, and those are wonderful for the people that they work for, that's right. great. And there's nothing wrong with doing another fellowship as well as CR. Right. You know, it's exactly. not like you've got to only do Celebrate Recovery. Um, I think that could be helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. It was helpful to me at first. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the difference for Celebrate Recovery with me mm -hmm. is that I truly found a home because I didn't come to Celebrate Recovery and get well. Gotcha. I'm still not well. Uh -huh. I came like almost four years ago and relapsed several times. Gotcha. Several times. But there's no one in the Celebrate Recovery community mm -hmm. that made me feel less than, worthless, or that I couldn't be saved. Right. And there were people like Pat <clears throat> and the other people in this room that would say, I can't sit in that hole with you, but I'm not giving up. Right. You know, we're here for you. And I think it was, it, I know that it was that with God that has saved my life and has gotten me through this because I didn't feel like a failure, if, even when I would stumble. And it wasn't like, you know, in the past when I had stumbled or relapsed, I quit. I was done. Right. But I had people that actually cared if I quit. Right. So even the times I stumbled, it wasn't like I lost everything that I had learned up until that point. Right. You know, I had to start over, yes, but I had learned a great deal and just mm -hmm. continued to add to that knowledge. Right, right. Um, so I'm just... And, that, and that's one thing that I... That I... That, I'm, uh, that I'm like you. I mean, that there, there's times that I would relapse, um, but I, I already knew um, what I needed to do. I already had a plan in place. And, and and just like um, like even even now, since since you guys brought up overeating on, in your pamphlet <laughs> here, um, like like where I start a diet right, and then I I, I mess up, and then I just like ah, I'm done, you know what I mean? Me um, too. <laughs> <laughs> right, That's right, what we need to hear. Me right. Too. <laughs> but but I, honestly, I started seeing results that more when I would fall. And, you know, or break my diet, and it's like, okay, tomorrow I'm starting fresh. 
and then I would just start fresh again. I know it's it's, it's not. It's not addiction, but it could be. We'll, we'll talk about it and celebrate recovery. But, we have uh, a meeting for that. Okay, too. yeah, okay. Because I might just do the show. I might not I might not participate, but I'll listen in. Uh, about, the, about the overeating one. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it's just one of those things that, you know, don't, when you fall, don't, just don't stay down. Because I was one of those ones I would throw a pity party every time I would fall. You know what I mean? And uh, what I didn't realize, and and uh, shout out to the therapist I had at the time, um, because she she kind of revealed it for me. I think I would go in to talk about the same thing so much. The woe is me. I, I've I've fallen, and and she would just be like, "Oh, poor you, poor you." I, I'm so you're the only one that has problems, and. Poor you. Poor me, poor me, poor, poor me, another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so it, it, it got to the point, I, I'm not going to lie, I walked out of there, uh, I walked out of that session at, <laughs> with, with the therapist at the time, and I was I was angry. I was like, man, how dare she? And then I started thinking like, okay, she's right though. I, I'm sitting here throwing myself a pity party. Um, Josh, it, it's okay to be hurt. It's okay to, to fall. But but what I started to realize, what's not okay, is for me to stay there. You know, right. don't stay there for long. You know, if I fall, get back up, and let's just let's just attack it again. Right. You know, that's, that's the, the, a new day. You know, every day that we blessed to wake up is a gift from God. You yeah, know? and Josh, it's so much easier to get up when there's people that know you and miss you. When and, they don't see your face and they say... Right. You know, hey, how are you doing? I'm here. We miss your face. You know, and, right. and I'd like to say how this sort of has come full circle for me. Right. And that, you know, I, like I said, I lost everything over and over and over again. It wasn't enough. Uh-huh. Um, but I have now, where I had lost my children, mm-hmm. uh, lost visitation, lost everything. I now have unsupervised visitation with my children awesome. that was worked out by my ex, by their father uh-huh. and myself when... I would say six months ago, you wouldn't want to put us in a room together. together. Gotcha. You know, um, I've been blessed and able to, when I was young, I always wanted to be a veterinarian and own a farm. Mm -hmm. And I was blessed with a farm recently. Man, look at God. You know, God's just showing up and showing out Uh in everything in my life. And I just love, it makes me think, you know, of my favorite scripture, which I can't tell you where Mm -hmm. it is, but Uh it's um, God works all things to the better of those that love him, to the for the good of those that love him. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I love that. That's. Right. Thank you. Um. Yeah, but she was talking about uh, our our founder, John Baker. Uh, he goes to Saddleback Church, uh, where Rick Warren's a pastor, and he's the one that Jim was talking about earlier that. Uh, came up with our eight recovery principles and then those are based on the Beatitudes where uh, what Rick Warren had done he had he had, he, he had read through the 12 steps and studied them and what he had found was in the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes he had found all of the 12 steps there in their natural order uh, through the lesson that Jesus taught on the Sermon on the Mount and that's where he came up with the eight Beatitudes he grouped a couple of them together that they were part of the similar phases of the 12 steps um, but what Barry was just talking about um, that 
you know, God uses all things for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8, 28. And our, uh, our founder, John Baker, uh, came up with pretty much, it's our slogan for Celebrate Recovery, and that is that God never wastes a hurt. Right. Um, and I like that. God never God, wastes a hurt. God never wastes a hurt. A hurt. Awesome. Uh, you know, so no matter, no matter what you're going through, um, like I said, I'm I'm in the middle of a very very difficult phase in my life right now in a very tough situation, um, and I mean it's a struggle at times. But like I said, I'm surrounded with a, a community, these people here in this room that that love me and are supporting me and pushing me on. Um, but that's really what I'm trying to have to focus on right now. And what I what I'm seeing is that things are bad right now, but God's got this. And you know if I just if I if I can just be patient and wait on Him, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the testimony to I'm going to have in ex- here. Exactly, um, exactly. Because like you said, it, it, like you said, the best. You know, like your slogan says, "God never wastes a hurt." You know, yeah. he, He's preparing you. Um, and, and that's one thing I, I always say about the storms we go through. Sometimes we don't we we don't understand the storm. We don't know why this storm is happening happening to you. As I told you before, you know, I was throwing myself a pity party. It was always why me, why me, you know, you know, and until uh, until uh, I was able to realize why not me, you know, what's so special about me that shouldn't that I shouldn't have bad situations to come to to, to fall on, uh, on my lap. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, we know that God is not going to bring us out here and just leave us. He's not going to just leave us hanging. Um, but once we come through that storm, we won't we won't realize what the purpose is until we already come until we already came through it. And then the lessons that that we learn from the storms um, is something that hopefully um, we can share our testimony, and it will help somebody else. Um, because I know I, I've seen a lot of I've had a lot of uh, role models and mentors that that. Um, the only re- the one thing that helped give myself value, uh, and this is before I started really, um, you know, following God and following Christ. But one thing that gave myself value is that those stories they told me from where they were, um, and, and and the situations they were in, um, and then how God delivered them. And so now I'm hoping that you know, I and you and the and the rest of us. Can can help somebody else that are going through it, um, who feels like, why me? Why am I going through this? You know, and and I just hope the narrative changes in in, in their heads or in, in other people's minds to why not me? You know, why not me? We all have our ups and downs. We all have our lows. We all we all gonna gonna uh, stumble. We know we all gonna we're we're all gonna have this journey called life. Um, someone, a, a friend of mine put on a, I think he put it on a t-shirt or something, life, L-I-F-E, length of interesting forming events. You know, it, it is just, it's, your life is going to be full of series of events, situations, death, you know, grief, uh, but also highs, birth, you know, marriage, you know, uh, whatever your high is, uh, you know, as far as life, um, and, and that's those, all these emotions that we feel, everybody feels them. Everyone feels them. Uh, 
my favorite saying is life is 10% what happens to you, 90% how you react to it. Um, but one thing I do know, if, if the focus is God and following that path, he will take care of you. He's not going to bring you out here. He's not going to leave you. Um, does anybody else have any, any other uh, things you want to say before we get on up out of him? Well, uh, just real quickly, uh -huh. if I could ask him, who is one of our ministry leaders, oh. to, to kind of explain a little bit about the, the safety of our program. Yes, please. Uh, the please. confidentiality of it all. Yes, please do. Okay. Again, my name's Kim. Um, one part, I was nervous when I first went to um, celebrate recovery because I didn't know how safe it was. I didn't know if I should talk about this, talk about that, if it was going to get out and have my family know. Right. We strive. We do our best to keep celebrate recovery safe in, in, in all aspects if we can. And we have five guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, you talked about therapy. Is it kind of like therapy? Mm -hmm. Right. I like to think it is my therapy, my uh -huh. Jesus therapy, Amen. but it's not a program for therapy. We It's support, gotcha. and that's one of our guidelines. We don't mm -hmm. try and fix each other. Mm -hmm. Being codependent, I just love to fix. Gotcha. I'm learning not me, to. Me, me and you got a lot in common. <laughs> yes. that, yeah, I found that out well, actually in therapy. Yes. I'm very codependent. Jesus yeah. does the fixing, but Jesus yeah. will show us how to support gotcha. and be, be right there when when he is fixing us. That's one of our guidelines. So gotcha. um, for the one of them is to focus on ourselves. You know, we, uh -huh. um, I, I myself wanted to blame everyone for, for everything that happened. Mm -hmm. When we focus on ourselves, our hearts open to the things that we can change. Right. Because we can't change other people. Mm -hmm. So we work on ourselves. Yeah. Second part is crosstalk. Um, when, when people are talking in a group, in an open share or in step studies, that's their time. Um, interruptions, um, telling people you should do this or do that, you know, we, we mm -hmm. really try to allow that time for someone to speak without being interrupted so they can share their thoughts. Gotcha. Um, a big one is confidentiality and anonymity. If you're worried about coming to CR because you don't know who's there or if someone will find out, it's confidential. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, as leaders, we will go out and maybe we'll be at Walmart. Mm -hmm. And if we know somebody that's been to celebrate recovery, mm -hmm. we know not to say, walk up to them and go, hey, I saw you last Friday night. Right. We wait till they come up and to acknowledge us. Right. Because sometimes they just don't want people to know. Right, and whatever right. said there stays there. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Yeah, and, and because I think that is that is a a, a, a great um, safe place because you know some people be like I just don't want people all in my business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, and and uh, me me coming, you know, being a being a black man and the black community, you, you know, you you don't mama say don't you put don't you put family business out there on the front street? You know, and family business is family business. You know, uh, you, you know, we, we, we don't act like that out there, you know. So it, it's just one of those things where it is a safe place yes. um, that, that people can come and, mm -hmm. and, and feel secure um, that their business won't be put out, and, right. which is, is good, which is a, a awesome, awesome um, um, thing. And I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, Our Friday nights are laid out pretty much the same. Everything's 
okay. regimented. We start with the, you come in, you get, you eat, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Then we start off with a worship band. We have praise music playing. We got some pretty good local bands that play there. Okay, awesome, um, awesome. They play for about 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes. Okay. And then we either go into a lesson or we go into a testimony. One of our lessons, you know, we might teach mm-hmm. about insanity. You know, why do we keep doing the same thing over and over again? Right, right. Or, you know, somebody will give a personal testimony. And after right. that, we break up into what we call open share groups, which gotcha. are small groups where you can talk about anything that bothered you for the week. And we have chemical dependency, mm-hmm. life issues, which deals with the overeating and all mm-hmm. of that. And then we have a codependency group. Now, we're, we strictly work men with men, women with women. Gotcha. Because we don't want to put that vulnerability. Hey. It's, it's not a dating place. Exactly. So, exactly. I'm, I'm certain that you, you got some... You got some people that kind of creep in there and trying to trying to prey on oh, you know yeah. But it is a safe place for that. We do we do watch for that too. Good. And then afterwards, we have what we call crosstalk cafe, is where we all get together, and we have this great lady that puts out this beautiful spread of fruit and cookies, fruit for the health people, cookies, cakes, all this stuff. We gotcha. get to sit down together, eat, share a little bit of a snack together, talk to one another, and get a phone number. Gotcha. Or right. Or right. Then we also offer the 12 steps, which we call step studies, mm-hmm. which are during the week, we have men's and women's step studies where we get a group of guys together, mm-hmm. and they really become like your stepbrothers or stepsisters. I mean, gotcha. you can talk, I mean, I have, st- I've been through, I think four, maybe five now, Gotcha. and I've got everybody's phone number in my phone that I can call anytime I'm struggling and say, right. hey, Brad, I'm, I'm really having a hard time with this right now. And, and he might say, you know. Hey man, can I pray with you? Right. Yeah, awesome. We pray together, or right. you know, he might say, "Yeah, when I had this problem, this is what I did." Gotcha. Or sometimes it were pretty cliche that he doesn't want me to hear. Or right. I don't want him to hear. Right, 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 and right. We yell at each other. Right. That's part of being the family and the brotherhood. Exactly. Together, you know? Right, right, right. So that's what the program itself is all designed that way. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So we call the celebrate recovery is the party time. I mean, okay. we have a good time. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, Pat will show up in a grass skirt and a coconut bra. <laughs> <laughs> just that to, is just quite a spectacular right, sight. Right, right. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, but we also celebrate everybody's recovery. At the end of the night, we do the chip ceremony. So you get a chip for one month, 30 days, all the way up to, you know, past. To a year. And yeah. then it's. I've uh, got five Then we years. call it the heavy metal. Yeah. Gotcha. You get it once a year. Once a year. That. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So. If someone wants to be a part of this group, where and when uh, uh, are we doing it? But we're not, are you still not meeting right now? Right now, Mm -hmm. due to COVID, we aren't meeting. Gotcha. Uh, Hoping the end of July, middle of August time in there. Gotcha. We got to, when Governor Brashear says we can have more than enough. Right. Because I don't want to stand at a door and tell somebody, yeah. we got 12 leaders, we can only have 50 people, I'm sorry you didn't make the cut. Exactly. I'm not going to do that. Gotcha. And I don't think anybody in this room wants to do that. Right. And and, uh, and hopefully, um, you know, when everything does open back up. Uh, there is a Paducah website. Okay. Celebrate Recovery Paducah, they can get on. Okay. And get a hold of us, or they can call Heartland Church. Heartland Church, isn't it? Right. It's The number for that is 270-534. 1400 extension 260 and you can ask for Christine Altoff. Awesome. She is one of our main ministry leaders and she can give you information 
And yeah. like I said, we we really hope to get this opened again soon. Awesome. And I hope you would have us back because there's right. still some other things that I would like to discuss. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's what I was so, just getting ready to say. Yeah. I, I was going to say, anytime you guys need to get anything out, my platform is your platform. Um, so, You're amazing. Yeah, well, I, well I, I, I just do what I can with what the Lord bless me with, all right? Uh, and we also, at the end of the thing, it's at the 12th step is to give back to the community. Amen. So we have a yeah. bunch of 12 step things that we do. Uh, gotcha. What is that, the Christmas tree thing? That, right. We have had like the angel tree. Angel tree for we buying do gifts. Community for, kitchen. Gotcha. Uh, just, and, and I understand that your church has some programs, I think, where that they exactly. feed the community yeah. that we would like to get involved mm. with that. Right, right. Yeah, we, we're definitely, you know, um, you know, the one thing I, that we say at the river is our, our, one of our mottos or one of our, our favorite verses is Luke 10 and 2. You know, the harvest is nigh, but laborers are few. So, you know, we are always, we always would take some workers. Right. Um, and so, uh, but we, we definitely, uh, uh, here at the Rivers, uh, would, would like to, to, to do, you know, more with Celebrate Recovery. Me, specifically. Right. I, I, I would love to work with you guys. Um, I would love to be a part of this. Uh, this is something that I feel that I, I know a lot of people um, could benefit from. But right. sometimes it's just taking the first step. You know, uh, I was talking. Us guys have a hard time opening up to other guys. Exactly. Because yeah. you know, I don't want to be less macho Ex- than this guy. But yeah. I can guarantee you, there's many times I've cried in front of a bunch of people. But, right. Right. You know, yeah. And and, and, that, and that's it. You know, it's, it's we we got to get out of our, get out of our own way sometimes. You know, uh, like I said, I, I'm all any situation. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say any, but I'll say majority of situations. Um, that I find myself in is because I got myself there. Um, and, and then when it's time to get out of the situations, I won't get out of my own way just so I can, you know, help address or fix the problem. Um, you guys have truly been an inspiration and a blessing to me today. Um, so I well, thank you thank guys you for, for, for coming by um, and, and walking with me. Um, but if, uh, Ms. Pat, can you give that, that contact information one more time? Just for those who didn't hear. Sure. Uh, The number that you can call is at Heartland Church. It's 270-534-1400, and that's extension 260, and ask for Christine Altoff. Awesome. We also have a Paducah Celebrate Recovery Facebook page. Awesome. And we also have a website, too. Don't yeah. We have a website. Right. Uh, it looks like it, the website, I'm looking at it here, www.heartlandworship.com forward slash celebrate hyphen recovery. Again, www.heartlandworship.com forward slash celebrate hyphen recovery. Um, I thank you guys for, for coming by and joining us. Or they uh, can get a hold of you, and I'll give you my personal cell phone. Got it. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw my uh, my uh, email out there. So if anyone has any questions or or, or has any uh, needed information about Celebrate Recovery, um, my website is walksteady7 walksteady7 at gmail dot com. Uh, walk s t e a d y the number seven at gmail dot com. Guys. Uh, thank you guys for coming. Um, everyone out there listening, I uh, thank you for tuning in and listening. 
Um, like I said, you, you know, it, it's been a long time coming, launching this podcast. Um, thank you again for the overwhelming support. If you know someone that could benefit um, from uh, Celebrate Recovery or they're battling with addiction or if they're just battling with life, period, um, please, please reach out to us. Um, we'd be more than happy uh, to, to, you know, try to get, try to point them in the right direction. Um, but we're all in this journey of life together. Uh, thank you for joining me, and you guys have a great day.